Welcome to ZPM. I am Teresa. And I am Lenny. We're recording on Zoom today, so things are funny. That's why. Everything's horrible for me. Forever. Everything's horrible for me forever. That's how it has to be. (laughs) It's not forever. It's not forever. Forever. It won't stop weathering. I'm never going to get to work on my van. (laughs) No, the sun's supposed to be out in the next couple of days. I'm watching. It's supposed to be. Remains to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> so, what else is new? Anything? Um, I have been watching a bunch of alien conspiracy stuff. Nice, and it was aliens the whole time. Mm-hmm. I don't know what got. I don't know what got me down that rabbit hole. It just popped up my on my YouTube feed one day, and I started watching it. And I just went down the rabbit hole. I think it started with that UFO they found like during COVID. Oh, okay. And like no one cared. So I'm, I was just researching into it and then I just went down the rabbit hole. UFO stuff's fun. So I used to be so into that when actually when I first met you guys, uh, mm-hmm. you and Danny and, and everybody, I used, to be, I used to subscribe to like UFO monthly. I swear to you. <laughs> <laughs> I took a class in college called uh, Meta Science and that was the study of like. Yes, uh, I remember that. I remember when you took it, you were talking about it. We were just like, okay, Teresa. That guy was a nutter. <laughs> that guy was a nutter, and I voluntarily took a class because I was like, I want to hear about cow mutilations and the like. And he was like, I'm very crazy. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I said something about something, and he was like, it was aliens. And then he intentionally put a question on the test to catch me in it. And I answered <laughs> I answered with my answer. I was like, I know that shit's wrong, but I don't care because he can't tell me about whatever he thought was aliens. And I was like, it's not aliens. I thought it was like something else that was not, it wasn't not aliens either. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it was like just some other supernatural thing that I was like, it's not aliens, it's ghosts, you idiot. Well, I was always off and on into like alien conspiracy and stuff, especially because X Files didn't help. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, wow, this could happen. It could, it could. I love me an alien conspiracy. I still like going every once in a while. Not like crazy haired, like it was aliens, ancient aliens. Oh, Georgia Sakalukas, how do you say his name? I didn't even know he had a name. I thought his name was ancient yeah. aliens. <laughs> oh, they're all right. I mean, I know all the like famous cases like Betty and Barney Hill and like Travis Walton. Because like, I saw the movie, Fire you in the Sky. It was pretty good. Did I tell you, didn't that movie let you down in the end? Yes, it did. Like, it was so good. that the, like, the penultimate 20 minutes of that movie, it, my internet connection is unstable. I disagree. I think my internet hmm. connection is doing great. My computer. Yeah, I'm seeing you. Uh, so, yeah, that, like, 20 <laughs> minutes before the last 20 minutes was, like, the best. I was, like. I hadn't seen the movie in like 20 years and I was like watching it. I was like, Oh man, this movie's so good. Mm. I love deep Sweeney's great. And, and then it just like ends like with like brothers holding hands in the woods. And I'm like, I hate this movie. Yeah. Especially after before that you saw like his actual abduction. Yeah. I was like, and you see it. And it's like, Oh my God. Then. And then bros, yeah, this is actually pretty good. Bros. <laughs> The end. I'm like, this sucks. Let's hold. Let's hold hand, guys. Come on, guys. 
<laughs> I was like, this, this movie took a turn and I wasn't ready. Yeah, I was just like before before I was looking at the uh there was an there was an actual UFO sighting mm. the children saw like a UFO and they tried and they tried to like silence the teachers and stuff. Yeah. Like, no, you didn't see it. Well, my my college professor would have been like, You saw it? I saw it too. It took me up and <laughs> in my butt stuff or whatever. They probed me, man. They probed me, man. I didn't even struggle because I'm into it, you know. <laughs> you know who's met some aliens, you know, during the years? That was a tough one. Yes, I, I had a better one for a joke that I wrote down, but I already mentioned the van at, up top and the van didn't come back up. Oh. Because the in the cold open, welcome to Stargate. We're doing the Stargate episode 16, Ergo, with everyone's favorite comedians. I'm Delaware. Oh, Ergo. <laughs> uh, yes. They opened exploring... from All Dogs Go to Heaven. Ah, uh, yeah, he was. He was also Nero in History of the World, and he was whatever was he meant was. to be. The... Yeah, yeah. Isn't he great? He's in like all of Mel Brooks's movies. And Captain Chaos. Mm. Yeah, and Cannonball. Yeah, Cannonball Run and one and two. He's in both. Mm-hmm. He's great. He's great forever and ever and ever. So. Uh, the cold open opens with a shot of them exploring a planet that appears to be a Windows 95 wallpaper. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? And the reason it would have connected to them, my van is because I have a 1995 uh, Ford Econel. Mm. So their, their display is about as timely as my van. <laughs> oh, Windows 95. Swear to you. They're like, we should go check it out. Jack hates a normal mission. He's like, Ugh, I hate this. <laughs> so the team dials it up and they go through and then they pop back a second later. And Hammond is like, you've been gone 15 hours. And they're like, what? They're like, sir, we just left. And then credits. And then Janet. Because that is always the case. And something little shady happens janet's got to get involved janet's investigating she's so good sam's like i think tropical paradise is a fake i'm like what gave it away (laughs) she's like i have that wallpaper in my house there's a that stuff is so funny they play said they pay such close attention to like detail of actual science that can actually happen sometimes and like the map and Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but like they're like, look at this foreign planet, and it is literally a, <laughs> a screensaver. Like, like, like simple arts, like simple art stuff. They just let slide. I'm like, this is so funny. All their graphic designers are just hired off the streets. Yeah, like they could have just, I don't know. I mean, they're not going to fly to wherever, but they're in California. There's plenty of palm trees and stuff that they could have gotten. Maybe it was oh, wait, a budget now they're in Van- Now they're in Vancouver. So. Yeah, that's right. You know, the, do- do- the dollar's a bit, you know, stingy over there. All right, so we're back with Jana. Everything's medically fine. Sam's like, this feels sus. And they're drinking the coffee. And I've seen this clip of Teal drinking all that coffee. It's so gross. Eating? I have a problem <laughs> with, like, eating and drinking. So, like, whenever you hear, like, I hear like me. in movies? in everywhere like if you chew too loudly or you make too much noise while you're eating 
I have to put music on while I eat dinner every night because I cannot stand uh-huh. to hear either me or my husband eating. It's so disgust. It disgusts me. Oh, that's why whenever we're recording, if in my headphones I hear me take a drink of beer or eat a piece of candy bar, I like want to throw up. I'm like, I can't even believe. Wow, it's it's that intense for you. Yeah, it's disgusting. It disgusts me. But like burps and farts are fine. But like the act of chewing is. But like the act, the actual act of chewing. I mean, there are people like that. They just hate chewing. Oh, it's it's the worst. So like watching teal pummel that pot of coffee, I was like, I will throw it. <laughs> and then he makes the ah noise, which I also cannot tolerate. That, like that. Oh, like you're saying every like collab. Ah, uh, in my office that does that, and I'm like, shut up. <laughs> It's not that refreshing. Nothing is that refreshing. Literally nothing. <laughs> Standing under a beautiful waterfall is not that refreshing. Do not do- What's wrong with you? So that grossed me out. But everybody loves that coffee. They decided it tastes so good. And I was worried about how much food they were about to eat at the smorgasbord where Jack mm-hmm. loves that pie. I was like, please don't eat loudly. Please don't eat loudly. <laughs> They don't, thank God. Because I'm like, I'll, I'll. He's like chewing. He's like he's like chewing with his mouth open. <laughs> oh my God! If you chew with your mouth open, you're just dead to me. And it's only getting worse. The yeah, older I'm the I same get. way. I'm like, you're a savage. I know. I'm like, you're raised with no manners. <laughs> uh, I can't believe how much they're eating either, and all sweets. So it's not like somebody's out there yeah. with like a shepherd's pie, being like, I mean, I'm a shepherd's. Yeah, pie. that's weird. I mean, I Shepherd's guess it's pie or like a pot roast or something. It's like just sweets. I mean, I love sweets too, but I mean, a pot roast is in the mix. I mean, I'm in. There's a limit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janet says she found something on the scan, like a special little pixel. And then they have thingies in their head, like little thingies. They never put a name to them. They're just thingies. Little round, borgy guys. Yeah. And then, so they go into quarantine. The they hear a voice going boring like this is boring can we leave now (laughs) (laughs) why are we still here yeah i know oh my god is he another he's he's just the literal best like what a blessing to this planet he was right like he had great comic timing and everything bloody legend and so the second Ergo shows up and they can all see him. Sam figures this out in about like one second. She's like, I see what's happening here. Okay. And it's so funny that Ergo thinks it's funny that Jack gets confused. He's like, he gets confused. <laughs> like, oh, he's got your number, buddy. And I guess he's a bit of a dirty boy, that Jack O'Neill, thinking about bikini clad women and tropical islands. Well, he's the guy, you know. Yeah, but that's not what because you know back then all guys you know they had no depth all they thought about was like you know boobs that's what jack's thinking about so now, is it what daniel's thinking about or is he better at hiding it or daniel's thinking of something i mean i'm pretty perverse. sure daniel thinks about it too maybe he's more perverse about it and i was like whoa okay <laughs> we're into some things it's too dark it's too dark for ogo it's too dark for ergo ergo's like whoa i'm not even going there Mm. Ergo says there's no way to remove him from their minds. 
and he tries to compel Teal to use the paddles, not to get rid of him, but like, because he's bored and he's like, you should use those paddles and he gets up to do it. And they're like, well, I know. <laughs> uh, the creators that created Ergo, according to Ergo, <laughs> says that they will kill SG-1 to get the info that is being collected by the little device in their brain. But you are going off, they're going off. That is what Ergo is telling them. So, like, he's like, you shouldn't do yeah. that because then, you know, you'll die, we'll all die. Sam's like, why, sus person? Why would we believe that? We have just your <laughs> word, your psychotic word on it. Right. Sam says they're going to do the old impulse trick. Yeah, because when all else fails, that's what you use, the impulse. The old standard. Everybody loves the impulse. <laughs> uh, and Ergo's like, don't do it. You don't want to get rid of me. You don't want to get rid of me. How could you get rid of this? And he's pointing to himself. And they're like, you're going to get rid of me. <laughs> they're like, all right, all right, buddy. And then he goes, how about this? And that is Peter DeLuise, I believe, when he shows up as the good-looking Ergo. <laughs> Yeah. So that's his own kid. He's like, he's like, look at my very attractive son. Look at my offspring. Mm. He was in 21 Jump Street, you know. I do know. <laughs> oh, there we go. So funny. Uh, <laughs> I got there. Don't worry. What a day. That damn day. Uh, it seems like the pulse worked, but you know it didn't because we're too short into the episode for that to have worked. Yeah, too short into the episode, so you know. Now you're keeping me up. And Janet figures that part out because uh, she's, first of all, Sam's like, I just can't wait to get back to work. And I'm like, I find this hard to believe. Nobody can't wait to get back to work. You could think of things <laughs> to do. Right? And then Janet's like, you want to go boat rowing? Well, isn't that exciting? Me and Cassandra. I love that Cassandra's still like a really, like Janet is all in on being a single mom to that girl and uh but janet figures out and then yeah that ergo did not disappear from the em pulse because they all start singing row 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 your boat which i have some follow-up on that Uh, do you think ergo got the lyrics to that song from inside all of their own heads to broadcast it into their brains Yes, because I believe, yeah, he probably was like searching for information and he probably, you know, triggered that part of their brain that has row, row, row your boat. Because uh, he wouldn't have known that song. That's not like a universe wide song that people sing. No, he, because he was still in their heads and he was, he was probably like, oh, this is a nice song. I like this. And they're, so they, they're having a little meeting to figure out how to get rid of Ergo out of everybody's head. And he's like, I don't know how to, to get myself out of your brain and he doesn't want to and I, lo- I love how i do love how within like 10 minutes ergo is just annoying well oh wouldn't it wouldn't it be like i don't know it would have to be dumb deloise specifically for me not to be wildly annoyed well what celebrity what celebrity annoys you i mean none of them really annoy me but like if i need like if somebody's going to be like whispering in my ear all the time to have fun, it better be somebody fun. Like I don't need Timothy Chalamet <laughs> in my ear being like, I'm bored. I'd be like, get the hell out of here. I'd be really like bothered. I'm by bored. Like, want to read some Shakespeare. <laughs> but if like Steve Martin's going to be funny all day. I mean, dude, like, you know. Well, yeah. 
Well, which Steve Martin? Jerk Steve Martin? Or Planes, Trains, and Automobiles Steve Martin? Or just Steve, all, all of Steve Martin? Today's Steve Martin. Hmm. Because he's very, he's a very funny follow on the old tweets. He does a lot of funny stuff. I really enjoy him. And I love Martin Short. And I love them together. I didn't know he was still tweeting Martin Short. Mm-hmm. They do, uh, well, in the before times, they had a, a two-man show going. Um, in the before times. Before times. And it's. I think you could see it on Netflix, maybe. Don't quote me on that. Uh, but they definitely have a show together. Uh, let's see. Now it's going to be like updates of Palooza over on my phone because I opened it up to find out about Steve Martin. And yeah, Steve Martin, the Jerk's still my favorite movie. Ah, that's my husband's favorite. Well, he's got a lot of those kind of favorite movies. Uh, let's yeah, see. The, jer- the Jerk is mine. Yeah, they had. Um, it's just like an evening with them, and that's it. Oh. Yeah. That movie and Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. I like Dirty Run Scoundrels, although I got to tell you, planes, trains, and automobiles. When I was a kid, that was very funny. But as an adult, Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is wildly sad. It's really sad, especially John Candy. It's so messed up sad. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, this is not good. Like, I mean, it's good, but like, I was like, this is so dark and sad. I'm like, yeah. Like, John, you find out John Candy's like extremely lonely. Like, yeah, I was like, this. It's a nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Netflix. Definitely on Netflix. Okay, yeah, they have Steve Martin and Martin Short, an evening you will forget for the rest of your life. (laughs) They're special. (laughs) It came out in 2018. They do a lot of stuff together. They do. They do uh, a lot of stuff together. Because I remember, because, sorry, I remember they were in like Prince of Egypt. Mm -hmm. I didn't know they were in Prince of Egypt. They were in, they've done a lot of stuff. I never knew they were like such a good comedy duo. They are a good comedy duo, but I can tell you this. I'm, I'm positive that I'm not the only woman that saw uh, Martin Short in Merlin and was like, am I turned on by Martin Short right now? Because we all were. We all were. <laughs> he was hot. In Merlin? He's in-, in Merlin. Yeah. The one with Sam Neill. The- yeah? Oh my God. I was like, okay. oh, hello. I'm like, well, this is going to start a problem. <laughs> Ask other uh, lady friends that you have if they've seen the Sam Neill version of Merlin and what they thought of Martin Short and if they slid off their chair because they did. Huh. I would never think of Martin Short as a sex symbol and like <laughs> the same sentence. Oh, my goodness. He plays like a troll or whatever or goblin or whatever he is in that. <laughs> in the movie but then like he uses magic to like be beautiful and it works and i'm like oh (laughs) oh hello and uh his girlfriend is who's the actress the scary actress is always in a tim burton movie that one helena bottom carter that's her uh and she's also like deformed and they use magic to make her beautiful so they're like a little couple that's nice and merlin is great we're way off topic by the way (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, what a great Back to miniseries. Dom Deloise, though. Also a comedian. It ultimates him, doesn't it? <laughs> Hammond calls up Ergo's planet like you like one would. <laughs> you know how that goes. And and the guy who's like, uh, this is Hammond calling. Who's this? 
and the guy Tal, uh, I forgot the guy's name, Togar. Yeah, he's Togar. like this. He might as well have been like Togar speaking. How may I direct your call? And then Hammond immediately turns to Daniel's, like, "You're up, kid." <laughs> I'm like, why? Oh, why Hammond. Is Daniel's. Why is it Daniel's? Hammond, you have diplomacy skills, probably. Yeah, but he's the language expert. He's a language expert. Well, he's okay. a commun- He's basically the communications guy. Swab it up, Daniel. Uh, and he gets up. He's up to bat, and he asks if Ergo can be removed. And the creator said, "Ergo is an error," and I don't know why I has to say error, but uh, they will mm-hmm. remove him. They're like, "We'll remove him. That's fine. Come on through." <laughs> and Ergo says he's afraid that he will be killed. And Sam and Daniel are like, "I got some bad news." This brain implant is sentient and therefore alive, which is a contrast to the previous yeah, episode. Exactly. Where they, were like, they were like, squish, squish, bitch, I hate you, all of you. But they're like really <laughs> concerned about Dom Dillon surviving this. I mean, I get it. Yeah, and I, they, 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 pulled out the, they pulled out the whole Star Trek Prime Directive thing. Like, oh, it's sentient. You're like, we can't just be killing Dom DeLuise's. <clears throat> It's Tom DeLuise. Uh, but Jack overrides it and he's like, oh, we're going because y'all are nuts and we're not doing this. Whatever this is, it's not, we're not doing this. <laughs> Whatever this is, it's not working anymore. Uh, so they go through, they go through the gate and Togar, the creator, is also Dom DeLuise. <laughs> I have like little smiles and hearts all over the place because that's my affection for him is, is tremendous. Uh, well, he, hey. I was very sad when he died. Uh, SG-1 talks Togar into taking Ergo into himself because Daniel's like, I bet Ergo's all the things you wish you were. How do you know that, Daniel? <laughs> like, oh God. Yeah, like, you know, he's fun. He's, you know, curious. He's adventurous. You're none of that. I mean, yeah, Daniel's like a good hype man. Like, for sure. (laughs) He's like, this is the best thing that could ever, I mean, not for me, but for you, probably. I mean, I'd like to not have it anymore, but I want you to have it. But you should experience it because I think you'll find it awesome. He just sold sand to a man in the desert. I'm like, how did you even do this? Right. Uh, but he agrees to it and he takes Ergo into himself and he sends SG-1 back but it looks like the exact same as as the opening where there's like the mouth there and Hammond and instead of saying 15 hours he says you've been gone 10 hours and let me ask you do you think they were sent back in time so nobody knows about the Ergo thing hmm that's a hmm oh that's a good question I mean, they're working um, on the same melt. I don't. Yeah, I don't think Ergo can send. I don't think Ergo has a master time travel. I don't think that was in his programming. Mm. It wouldn't have been Ergo though. It would have been Togar, because like the first time but when wouldn't they come they back, say that wouldn't when they come back in the beginning, mm-hmm. they think they've they walked through the gate and came back through the gate without dialing back in. Like they they blinked and they were there. They were like, we just left a second ago, and it just somehow spit us back out where we came from. And Hammond was like, you've been gone 15 hours. And now at the end, they get zapped instead of going through the Stargate and they walk onto the platform and Hammond again said, they're like, uh, 
what's happening here? And Hammond's like, you've been gone 10 hours. Hmm. Well, maybe he can control time. Or maybe time is relative and they're part of the galaxy. Maybe mm. time is a kind of, like, I don't know. Time works funny. Time is funny. So yeah, I put that, like, is this back in time or not back in time? It's hard to tell and they just don't, they just don't clear it up. And that's fine. I like an open end. Mm-hmm. How many stars? I like how Stargate handles time travel. They do it in a how many stars? Uh, four and a half. Because I, I wanted I, more Dom DeLuise. I know. I gave it five stars, though, because I love Dom DeLuise. And, like, I don't know. He could have just been putzing around the whole episode. No, I would been like, great. <laughs> I watched the promo for next week. It looks like Jack gets stranded. And Jack seems to love himself a farmer girl or whatever. Another one? another one so here's (laughs) my theory and i'll expand upon this next week about this episode Mm -hmm. but from from promo it looks like i think that jack and sam are not a good match maybe because like he's not looking for somebody like sam like in all of his love interests they ain't ever sam they're always like simple living farm person ah what a relief well, he, yeah, because I mean, I think it's more of a rejection of what his wife was. Because remember, his wife wasn't simple. His wife was just as complicated as he was. And yeah, he probably before, doesn't want that in his older age. Well, after all the tragedy that he had witnessed and everything like that, well, like maybe he's that's like, true. I just need a lot of land, a pond with no fish, and everybody to leave me alone. That is what I need. <laughs> yeah. It's excitable. I think. I mean, that would that would that would mess with me too if I if I lost my son that way. You know. So, I that's my my theory on why Jack never winds up with Sam is because he loves a farmer girl and Sam ain't no farmer girl. Well, Sam would challenge Sam would challenge him. That's why he doesn't want to challenge him anymore. Okay, he's. I'm sure he's been challenged enough. (laughs) Because remember, he's he's. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sam would present a challenge to him because he. Like he couldn't be able. You wouldn't be able to tell Sam what to do. Sam would be like, "Yeah, okay, solve this <laughs> equation first, and then you can tell me." You know what I mean? You work on this. I'm going out with Gianna. You know, my wife. Goodbye. <laughs> my actual wife, who I can have fun with. Mm, our daughter's waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go see my stepdaughter, Cassandra. You know, you remember Cassandra, uh, right? <laughs> so, got anything to plug this week? Uh, no, not this week. Very good. Uh, as always, listen to my other podcast, Last Got Standing. You can find us at ZPM Stargate on Twitter. That's where I'm most active. Uh, oh, I meant to t- tell you this joke. I put it up on our Twitter and I tagged Guy Fieri in it. I was lamenting a low calorie diet that I was attempting. And they mm-hmm. really, they really like try to dissuade you from using cooking oils. And I got re- I got so mad about it. We're like three days in on this diet. And I got absolutely enraged about not using cooking oil. And I said, damn it, I can't get to flavor town on cooking spray. <laughs> so for more yeah, break- cooking sprays, especially when you're baking. Maybe do no yeah, cooking spray is disgusting. I hate cooking spray. I mean, I'll use it for eggs or whatever. I did it like, once. I'm frying my dinner in it. Yeah, I did it. I did it once. I did it once when I was making like mac and cheese, I baked mac and cheese, and it burnt the bottom of it. Mm. If you if you use that spray on like a like a cookie sheet, 
and you put your food mm-hmm. down and you put it in the oven and whatever didn't touch the spray gives it that that tacky like browned around the edges of your cookie mm-hmm. sheet you know how like you can never quite get it off yeah that's from cooking which is not like a, a slam on cooking spray that just is a free tip for everyone who is wondering where that dumb stuff comes from probably from unused butter or fun fun fact for everybody i'll just i'll just use i'll just use butter from melon or oil i love avocado oil there you go that's follow me on my non-cooking twitter zpm stark see i like cooking with coconut oil but the smoke point is way too high mm. It's, it's not like olive oil where you can sit there and wait a minute. You have to like actually watch the, co- the coconut oil. Mm, that's true. And it's I like, use, oh. I use coconut oil for. Uh, I use it usually in co- uh, like chocolate based things. Like if mm. uh, like I made uh, fat bombs for a keto diet that we were trying that also didn't quite pan out. Here's the thing. We have a portion. Ah, okay. We have a portion problem. So the thing about keto is you have to eat smaller portions because it's going to be higher in calories. Uh, so it's not the the act of fat that is the problem. It is how much of it you're going to consume. Gotcha. So, and um, I love food so much and I eat too much of it. So that I was mean, not who, a good route. I mean, who doesn't love food? I, I love food as well. I know, but if you're trying to lose weight, there's a problem. Yeah. Anyway, follow us. Give us a review. Thanks, everybody, for buying our tea Public stuff. Uh, that's um, ZPM with the links in the description. Uh, ZPM Stargate everywhere you like. And otherwise, have a good week, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.